This is the Lucy Beatrix Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. On my show, I've talked a lot about my transition from fashion model to competitive athlete, all the way to building up for my first ever marathon last fall while I trained with Nike Project Moonshot. And I managed to run that 26.2 miles in two hours and 55 minutes, despite the fact that I was never a competitive runner growing up. And I only really stumbled on it in my mid 20s. So what I'm saying is, I'm a beginner at heart. That's why I feel like I relate so much to the beginner mindset and know what it likes to virtually not know what you're doing at all when it comes to speed work, tempo, or track stuff. So earlier this summer, my mom came to me. Talk about a beginner. She'd never run a mile in her life, and she had a goal. She wanted to run her first ever mile by her 62nd birthday in July. So we had about two months to work on that together. And my mom's background is nothing short of absolutely nothing athletic. She never even did PE when she was in high school. She avoided activity at all costs. So I made this video series that I posted every week on YouTube depicting training my mom towards running her first ever mile. And it started off where she could barely even walk the mile. But slowly and surely, she worked her way up to running a lap, two laps, and suddenly she was able to run a whole four laps or a whole mile and exceeded all expectations I had for her. She ran a pretty fast time given, you know, her background. And yeah, that was my first coaching experience. And despite it being maybe less structured than like a traditional coach and athlete, It was me and my mom bonding over something that I loved that she'd never done before and her dipping her toes in the running world. And now she's hooked. She's already signed up for a virtual race thing that she's doing. She's also working towards her first ever 5K, which I believe she's going to do by the end of this year. In coaching my mom, I learned a lot about how to tell people what to do with running because I just went off of what I did to my own body or basically how I managed to get my body to run these crazy times and distances with virtually no background in it because I only started running um, when Hurricane Sandy blew through New York City and my beloved yoga studio was closed and I had nothing else to do and I'm finding that this whole pandemic is with all the gyms closed and all the fitness studios closed is bringing a lot of people who would have not normally turned to running to now think, huh, maybe I can go run as my activity. And it's amazing because a lot of people who would have maybe never run before are suddenly having this urge to get some sneakers, lace up, and go on a jog. So after coaching my mom, um, I had posted all about it, and somebody else that I knew, an acquaintance, came to me and asked if I would start helping her go towards her half marathon goal. She'd never run a half marathon in her life and she just that was something that she's hoping to see herself do by this fall. So at first I wasn't sure. I thought, well, I'm not a traditional coach. Like I don't have the USATF sanctioned coaching license or anything like that. 
But this person literally saw me run 76 miles straight on a track uh, a couple months ago during the pandemic. She also knew that I had run a marathon, a spontaneous marathon on the track during the pandemic. She kind of knew what I was up to and has seen me out in action on the track all the time because she walks her dog like around where I run. So she knew who I was and um, explained what she's working towards. And I was like, "Okay, fine, I will help you with your running goal. And if anything, this will be a learning experience for me to like come up with a structured training plan, but also cater to that beginner's mindset. So I put my head down and thought about the best way to go after this goal that she has. And I decided that I'm just going to do what worked for me mixed with what I learned teaching my mom and try to help her reach it in that way. So these are some of the things that in this process of telling beginners how to run based on my own experience that I've been learning and feel like it's worth sharing to anyone who's a beginner and thinking about how to approach going after running some crazy goal they have for themselves. One of the things that I think is very important is to start off slow. Everybody says this, you have to start out slow, you can't go too fast too soon. But honestly, the biggest thing that I think is the most important is to start every single run you do as a beginner, as someone who's experienced, anyone, start out slow. And you can't even begin to gauge how your body is even feeling until you're at least a mile or so deep. My rule of thumb is I don't decide anything about what a workout is looking like or what I'm going to attempt to do until I'm 15 minutes into whatever run I'm doing. Mainly, this is a headspace thing for me personally. Starting out slow means that you're not going to let yourself down if you start to feel like you're going to hit a wall or it just allows you to finish fast and then not feel discouraged if you're slowing down. I know that there were days, there, I have a handful of runs in my life where maybe I started something way too fast and then I had to positively split or it means I got slower as I went. And each time you see the watch fire off a mile that's getting slower and slower, it just takes the morale away and suddenly makes you feel like discouraged. And so that's why I always say it's better to negatively split and start every single run slower than you're attempting to finish it. The next thing that I would suggest to beginners is something that I call a baby speed workout. And I call it baby speed because it's not a full-on track workout. It's not something that I would be doing with my team, Brooklyn Track Club, in the middle of a training cycle for the marathon where we're doing 20 by 200 meter repeats or some crazy psychotic thing that like, you know, you have to like keep track of what rep you're on and you're like freaking out and everything is so intense. No, a baby speed workout is when all you're really focusing on is moving the legs really fast, but you're also taking breaks in between And it can be something as simple as four by 400 meters with a minute rest or two minutes rest, depending on how hot it is or how you're feeling. But the idea is to go really fast for like little tiny bursts and not have it always be the same speed every time you run. Because with beginners, you're still gauging where you are and what speeds you can even hit because some people don't even have an idea. They think, okay, well, when I run, I'm always running 11-minute mile pace. 
But then they go and do a little interval workout or a baby speed workout. And they're like, wow, during that 400 meter repeat, I actually hit a seven minute mile pace. My body can do that. So then they think, well, maybe I can do that a little bit longer. And it's almost like you're you're showing yourself what your body is capable of. And yeah, it takes a little bit of someone else telling you it's okay to do this kind of run because I know when I started running, the idea of stopping was like you don't stop when you run like you just you go and then you're going to keep going until you can't run anymore. And so I never realized that you can actually go faster, but then with the brakes, you can just continue to go faster. So it's like run for a little bit, stop, run for a little bit, stop, do that a couple of times. That's your baby speed workout. Um, it gets a little bit more precise when you're actually like setting up a little plan, but it can start as simple as just run the streets of the track. So if you're on the track, just run on the straight lines and then jog or walk on the curved lines and do that for, I don't know, eight laps and see how that feels. But something about doing like a little, little taste of speed is really helpful and it shows you how to run with better form. Because I talked a lot about my form over the summer and how I've really changed it from when I first started running. When I used to always just run the same pace all the time and it was just like the same, same thing every single day. But once I started incorporating these faster speeds, my form naturally started to correct itself. So even though people would say to me, oh, you have to do this and use your quads more and kick with your glutes and blah, 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 and like your arms and stuff, everything kind of went by the wayside when I started incorporating these speed workouts in because your body starts to like adjust to running while it's fatigued and yeah there's something about like flirting with speed work that makes your body adjust its form and become more efficient and that's why I say people should should play around with a little bit of speed work maybe once a week but the other thing that I would say to beginners is that Every single run you do doesn't have to be a PR or a personal record, as we call it, um, which is something that I did not realize when I first started running. I thought, okay, if I ran eight miles in an hour yesterday, today I better run 8.1 or I'm a failure. That's just the kind of mindset that I have. I know that once you start running, it can become a big competition with yourself because you see these times and you think, well, wait a minute, I did, you know, 10 laps yesterday in in whatever 15 minutes and I should be able to do 10 and a half today because I'm getting better shouldn't I be getting better and you start to have these battles with yourself or you think well if I ran eight miles yesterday I should run eight miles today but I'm here to say that one of the best most freeing liberating things that I discovered while I was training with the best of the best was that you don't have to think that way that cycles and training blocks you have ups and downs. And depending on how you ran a couple days ago at your track workout, you might be slower today because you're still recovering from that. Or maybe you did a long run over the weekend and your body is still kind of like worn out from it. So you're not going to run as fast of a tempo. And you just have to go by feel. It's a crazy thing that once you start to really listen to what your body is telling you, it becomes so easy. Like there are days that I wake up roll out of bed at like 4.45 in the morning. And I know that I have to run for an hour, but I'm not going to choose the pace or anything until I have my body moving. And I'm like, okay, yeah, like I've got a little bit in the tank today. I can like push it a little bit, try to get under seven minute mile. But then I just go by feel. And I want to, I always run emphasizing that you want to be able to maintain your pace, 
but you also don't want to over over push it, push too hard or not push hard enough. The only time that I would say it's good to run where you're not pushing hard at all or just very, very, very easy is when you're running either after a harder effort day or you know that you have a hard effort day coming up. So rule of thumb is keeping your hard days hard and your easy days easy. And when someone said this to me last summer while I was training, I realized, oh, okay, so on hard days, that's when you really go for it. And you're like, I'm going to run like my, my long run today or I'm going to run my tempo workout today. But on easy days, you don't want to push it hard at all. But the only thing that you do want to do is to try to also negatively split or finish faster. But that's not as important on an easy day. So I don't know. In general, I just say that you don't have to make it so that every day is another race against what you did the day before. But it's easy to get caught up in that kind of thinking. And I guess I'm just sympathizing with that mindset because I have it too. And I like I constantly am thinking like, oh, well, if I did this last week, then I should be able to do this this week. But it's just not it's not necessary. And especially if you're a beginner, it's common to think this way, but you don't need to push yourself to go crazy. Another thing I would tell beginners is that another way to go about that whole hard days, hard, easy days, easy thing and to never do two hard days in a row, is try running every other day. Don't feel like you have to run every single day of the week. You can do Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and then have the off days be easy or active recovery days. So something like yoga or, I don't know, the bike, elliptical, non-impact stuff. That can be what you do between your hard days. And um, that's something that when I was coming back from injury, I would do every other days that I ran. And then on the off days, I would do the stair climber or anything really that was like a long walk or something that would keep me moving, but not running because, you know, it's a lot of impact. And if you're either adjusting to it for the first time or you're coming back from some kind of an injury, you don't have to run every single day. You can stay in really good shape or build fitness running every other day. So another thing that I would say is don't listen to unsolicited advice as a new runner. This comes from a place of everyone has an opinion of how to run, what form looks good. Oh, you need to be doing this or you need to be doing that. And I know that when I was first getting into the competitive running scene, people gave me unsolicited advice all the time. They were like, oh, your form is so bad and you have to run like this and you can only run on the balls of your feet. And then I hurt myself because I was trying so hard to run the way that people were saying looked the best when really everyone's body is completely individual and unique. This goes back to the going by feel thing that I always talk about because only you know what feels good and hey you might be running an easy day and your form might look the way it looks and somebody else doesn't know that it's your easy day and you're just you know getting time on feet So don't get too caught up in unsolicited feedback, uh, especially if it's critical of how your running looks. But the other thing is that if you do want feedback, talk to people who do it themselves. I constantly am referring to people that I know that are way faster than I am and have been in the game for a long time or they went to some crazy college on a scholarship for running and they just know what they're doing. So I ask them, hey, well, how do you think I should go about this 5K on the track? Like, what do you think? Or, you know, I'm trying to figure out if my form should be like this or should it be like this? And so I just get feedback all the time from people who are better at it than I am. (laughs) 
But yeah, that's another piece of advice that I would give to a beginner. In general, running is very individual and it's just automatically extremely competitive. Even if you're not out there doing races, especially during the pandemic, it's easy to start feeling like you have to race against yourself and then get discouraged when you don't see yourself improving quickly. But the thing is, if you just stick with it, working up slowly and consulting with people who you see doing the things you want to be doing, running is great and it's very rewarding. And yeah, it just takes a lot of time to get comfortable with it. But I promise you that if you start slow and just do your best effort that you feel on a day-by-day basis, you'll start to reap the rewards and begin to see some semblance of the runner's high that everyone's talking about. So don't compare yourself to anyone else you see out there on the track. Just do you and focus on staying on your own path. While I'm hoping to branch out and take on more of these one-on-one coaching dynamics, which admittedly, I'm a beginner at myself, or rather telling people how to go about their running journeys is very new to me, I will say it is so rewarding, if not more rewarding than hitting my own PRs. Having someone else, so just seeing the look on someone's face when they run their fastest 5K in a tempo workout or seeing how happy my mom was when she ran her first ever mile, that means the world to me. So this is definitely something that I see myself going more ambitiously towards, which is coaching and having something to wake up for that's not even just my own run, but getting my run in and then going and pacing friend and then heading off to work and then seeing them have a better day because they saw themselves do something they never thought they could do. That is everything. Um, So yeah, on that note, I just feel like there's a lot to be said on beginners getting into running that I didn't even begin to touch on. So if you have questions, just DM me on Instagram. I'm at Lucy the Viking, L-U-C-I-E, the Viking. And until next time, just run Nobody wins a workout.